We live in a very mobile world. Everyone is in a hurry to get somewhere. Throughout Scripture, God often taught people the greatest lessons along the journey. Today, we continue with Scott Pauling, our study through the great journeys of the Bible. Our prayer is that you will rediscover the adventure of walking with God. The longer I live, the more grateful I am for the good providence of God. I believe that God rules the good and overrules the evil. Uh, he leads and guides and directs and all the twists and turns of life. I rest in that. And I believe along life's path, there are moments where God opens truths to you, His truth. Uh, he awakens you to certain things. Many years ago, I heard a man say, I know I'm going to enjoy the destination, but I want to enjoy the journey. It was like at that moment, the Holy Spirit put that thought deeply in my heart. And years later, he would bring that back to my mind, this, this whole thought, this truth of enjoying the journey with Jesus Christ. And now the Lord has allowed us to take that emphasis and place it in many places where we go to preach and teach the Word of God, but also through writing and through the broadcast. And so I want to do something a little out of the ordinary. For the next few weeks, I want to journey through Scripture with you and look at all of the great journeys of the Bible. Oh, there's so many of them, wonderful journeys. And each of them have for us some truth of how we can enjoy the journey. Uh, sometimes the Lord shows the positive side, sometimes the negative. Uh, he uses all sorts of people and all sorts of circumstances because we are different people and we face different circumstances. But the common denominator is this. Every one of us is on a journey. And the only way to learn to enjoy the journey is with Jesus Christ. Uh, to launch our study through the Word of God, I want to begin with the verse that has become my verse. And I would say the theme verse of enjoying the journey. And it's Acts chapter 20. And verse number 24. And very appropriately, it is the words of the Apostle Paul on his final journey. He's making his journey toward Jerusalem. Now, really, Jerusalem is not the goal. It's just another step along the path because the goal is always Jesus. And very soon, the Apostle Paul is going to uh, see face to face the one that he first saw on the road to Damascus. Soon, he's going to finish his course. But in Acts chapter 20, verse number 24, he says to the Ephesian elders, But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. I want you to know this is, this is my verse. That's not my verse because I, I think it's my life, but I want it to be. It's my verse because I'm making this my prayer. Dear Lord, please let none of these things move me. Lord, help me not count my life dear unto myself. Lord, help me finish my course with joy. Help me finish the ministry that I've received with the Lord Jesus. Help me testify the gospel of the grace of God. What a powerful verse. Acts 20, verse number 24. Now, what do we learn uh, from the Apostle Paul, and more importantly, from the Holy Spirit, about enjoying the journey. Well, first of all, we learn that life is a journey. Now, the whole context of the verse, he's speaking of his life. He knows he's nearing the finish line. At this stage in my life, 
at what many people would call the midway point or perhaps just beyond. Only God really knows that. I'm thinking more about the finish line than I am the starting blocks. You know, when you're very young, you're just thinking about how you want to start. But at some juncture, you start thinking about how you want to finish. Life is a journey. Along the journey, there are, there are mile markers. Uh, maybe you refer to those as your birthday. Uh, they are points of reference along the way or events that transpire in your life. But life is a journey and everyone gets one. In Acts chapter 13, verse number 25, the Apostle Paul said that John had finished his course. It's a reference to John the Baptist. Now the Apostle Paul is getting ready to finish his course. As a matter of fact, you'll remember in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse number 7, his last letter to his son in the ministry, Timothy, he writes and he says, I fought a good fight. I have what? Finished my course. I love the thought here that if the Apostle Paul had not determined in Acts 20, 24 that he was going to finish his course, we would never read the words of 2 Timothy 4, 7, I have finished my course. You see, if you finish this course of life the way you ought to, it will not be on accident, it will be on purpose. You'll have to determine today by the grace of God that the Lord is not going to have one part of your life, He's going to have all of your life. That He's not going to have some of the days, He's going to have every day. And so the first great simple truth is that life is a journey. And the second obvious thing that we learn is that the journey has a destination. Now the destination is the Lord. We're all coming to God. We're all coming to meet God. Someday every knee will bow, every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And I want to submit to you today that everybody's journey ends at the same place because everybody's journey ends at the nail-pierced feet of Jesus, to give an answer and an account for your life. That doesn't mean everybody's going to spend eternity in the same place. Because on that day, it's going to be very clear those who know the Lord Jesus as their personal Savior and those who do not. There is an eternal home. There is an eternal destiny for every person. And it's not chance. It's not coincidence. No, no, my friend. It is choice. You must choose whether you want to be with God for eternity or be separated from God for eternity because of your sin, uh, the destination is either with God or without God. Uh, Commonly we refer to this as heaven and hell. But let's get down to the heart of the matter. What makes heaven heaven? The fact that you're with God for all eternity. And what makes hell hell? Not just the fire and the darkness, but eternal separation from a holy and a good God. I wonder... On the path you're on now, this this journey of life, on the path you're on now, where will your journey end? Because every journey has a destination. If you're a, a person that doesn't know the Lord as your Savior, the Bible says your destination, according to Jude, is the blackness of darkness forever. But if you're a believer, your destination is much brighter than that. The Bible says the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more under the perfect day. And so... It brings me to a third truth. Number one, life's a journey. Number two, the journey has a destination. Number three, you need a companion for this journey. You see, the only way to know for sure you're going to be with God forever someday is that you have God with you now. You see, this is the essence of the Christian life. Jesus comes to live with you now and you go to live with Him for all eternity. It is a personal and a present possession, this salvation. Have you trusted Jesus as your personal Savior? Do you know Christ? If not today, would you call on Him in faith? 
Would you confess that you're a sinner, that you need a Savior, and that He is the Savior? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. He died for your sin. He was buried, and He rose from the dead so you could have everlasting life. The only way to really enjoy the journey is to have the right companion. And Jesus, friend, is the right companion. He promised, I will never leave thee and I will never forsake thee. Lo, I'm with thee always, even unto the end of the world. Amen to that. Life is a journey. The journey has a destination and you need a companion for the journey. We come full circle back to Acts 20, 24. The Apostle Paul said, I want to finish my course with joy. Friend, the only way to enjoy the journey and the destination is with Jesus Christ. Over the next few weeks, we're going to look at many of these journeys of the Bible and learn secrets about how to enjoy the presence of God along life's path. But you must begin here by having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. It's the only way to enjoy the journey. Thank you for joining us today for this time in God's Word. For additional messages, resources, and helps for your Christian life, visit us at scottpauley.org. We hope you will share the broadcast with a friend and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.